0: You're listening to Radio Primavera Sound, proudly presented
1: by Kupra.
2: And welcome once again to the daily review. It is the fifth of July, which sounds like one of those very much hangover days. Day after, Uh, not that I celebrated Fourth of July in any in any way, but um, there we go. Anyway, we have got some wonderful new music from you, also some wonderful new old music, and just some plain old old music. um, And it's all going to be fantastic. I promise you. We might. We might possibly have an interview with uh, the wonderful Bikoko as well. But that's not 100% confirmed. I've certainly got the questions. We'll see if she has the answers and if, uh, more specifically, she actually turns up. But we're, hopefully we will. That's not to blame her. It's just all a bit uh, running a lot of it? And even if we don't, we've got some wonderful music, including this, uh, which is by South Africa's best soul band from the 1970s. They're called The Movers. The song is Tao Special. That was the Movers, South Africa's uh, best or best loved, possibly uh, soul band. That is getting uh, a uh, reissue on Analog Africa in August, and I've heard it, and it's so beautifully good. And this is Emma Jean Thackeray. We're continuing her run of devastating music, devastating remixes, devastating new work. This is Sun, the Jitwam, and EJT remix. we Sun, Emergene Thackeray, uh, Jitwam remix, which is a lovely song. And the last time we played that, the sun was conspicuously not out in Barcelona, and today it very, very much is. It's one of those days we think, oh, well, beautiful temperature, and then you realise it's nine in the morning, and you're basically going to die um, later. Um, equally, given that kind of summer vibe, I really do get a kind of summer thing from them, is Sweden's Dungen. Obviously, they're probably used to uh, summers that are slightly more uh, cold and where the day goes on. Basically forever. Summer in Sweden is a lovely time, actually. Um, And uh, this is taken from their new album, uh, where they appear to have gone kind of a little bit Manchester, which is something that very much appeals to me. With apologies for pronunciation, this is the first single, (laughs) "Nathan Sista Stremaljus."
3: strimma ljus
2: Dungan with the uh, incredible song, sister sister use which I've just looked up uh, and the translation is, you'll be pleased to know, uh, The Night's Last Shimmer of Light. I wasn't um, sure if I should actually look up what that meant because it just seems so brilliant in Swedish. But I'm very glad it did because that is a very poetic thing and it's taken from their new album, N Or Formike, Oktusen Oldring No. Apologies. Translation, one is too much and a thousand is never enough that is coming out on Ob- october the 7th via mexican summer It's a really really great record apparently it's been called their least psychedelic record ever um which i think just says quite a lot about how damn psychedelic they are most of the time um i played this the other day really enjoyed it i know very little about julia jacklin other than she is australian um sometimes you don't need to know anything it's a lovely song uh, continuing with a kind of fuzzy guitar theme this is i was neon Julia Jacqueline, I was neon, um, and uh, I want to play something by Bell and Sebastian because they played at the Vida Festival um, in Villanova Eleggo through this weekend. Just kind of about fifty kilometres outside of Barcelona, I thoroughly recommend. It. It's a very good, um, kind of indie-friendly festival, and they were utterly brilliant. And this was a highlight. It's from their uh, most recent album, a bit of previous. It's the first thing I think it's one of the best songs they've ever done. And um, there we go, I've gone and said it. Uh, and it was great live as well. This is Unnecessary Drama.
0: Before you get your love with the string And there was miles to go yet miles to build that sister-loving bond And then I figured that the music said George
2: Excuse me, just exactly at the moment, I open my mouth uh, to say something. I got caught uh, with a cough, um, which is why you got a very unsavoury noise, and I apologise for it. That is Belle and Sebastian with Unnecessary Drama, a highlight of their recent album. And if you go and see them uh, live around about now, uh, they will almost certainly play it, and that will be a highlight of um, seeing them there as well. Um, blank Midi we interviewed at Primavera Sound this year it was a fantastic interview I have to say Johan mainly took the lead on it which I was quite pleased about because they ran circles around me um, but they were entirely charming and I really enjoyed them um, and um, they've got a new album coming out soon this is the new single from it. it's called Eat Men Eats It's
3: always here
1: your in the sun 30 miles from the mines Have you seen the drunken captain singing What you want to
2: With the really quite spectacular Eat Men Eat. They are in every way a spectacular kind of band. All right, we still don't know if Picaco's coming to the interview. I begin to expect not, but let's play her most recent single nonetheless, see if that charms her into uh, appearing. This is nothing ever. Is Bicoco, who is playing a gig, a sort of secret gig ish, in Barcelona tomorrow. I'm not quite sure how much I can tell you about that, but it's vaguely secret and vaguely known, and I'm not going to tread around too much on the borders of what I can say. Um, Sampa the Great is someone who eluded me, sadly, at Primavera Sound. We were maybe going to have an interview with her, that didn't happen. I also didn't manage to see her live, which was kind of annoying, but some friends of mine did and said it was basically the best thing they uh saw at the whole festival so there we go um she's got a new album coming out called as above so below and she's got a new single from it called never forget
1: that shit ain't average we did who did music made that shit language african branded we did who took movement spirit included made it a movement we did the origin straight from the soul and then redistribute it. Who did? Future agent, our souls that will never give us information. Cast down part of the
3: Moshin Napi, yeah. once the Tronanto we yeah. the face care for my press, a nobu com of set won't much to bell, that the show the the shop, or
1: If I had shown you the way, then I paved it Said that I should teach They passed the baton, I pushed down Now we are, now we made it Now mama, we made it Do vision rend higher? Fuck what they told you, my calling is higher There is no proof I require Beginning and ending, no way I retire Please do not come here again Please do not call me your friend Please do not rewrite my history Take out my victory, claim in my pen I wanna say it again You will remember the name Some but the greatest, the greatest I will not debate it I thought that I said it this never Forget and I believe
2: Sam the Great, Never Forget, with a song taken from her new album, which is coming out soon. Uh, our album of the week, or EP of the week, I should say, on the weekly review this very week, uh, is the new Icons EP by the kind of mysterious and quite amusing um, Two Shell, a group that seems to become less mysterious and more amusing as we go, and I think that's a very good thing. We're going to be talking about it at 11 o'clock tomorrow uh, morning we'll give you the full rundown we're going to talk about reality and how reality is slipping and how two shell contributing to this for the moment though just enjoy uh, this which is the opening song it's ghosts <laughs>
0: give me Listening to Radio Primavera Sound, proudly presented by Coopra.
2: And it is my pleasure to say that, as promised, uh, we have Bikoko speaking to us uh, on Radio Premium and Sound on the Daily Review today, um, although I believe her microphone is currently on mute. How are you doing?
4: I'm good. How
2: are you? I'm very good, thanks. I'm very good. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to speak to, uh, to you. I think I was just checking the last time we spoke was in 2020, and I think you were in London, right?
4: Um, I was living in London, Yes.
2: Oh, Are okay. you back in Catalonia now?
4: Um, I'm back here for now, though I know that I'm going to leave again next year. I didn't think I was going to stay here so long. I came back because I started doing live shows last summer. And I, I wanted to stay for the summer, but then I started getting more live shows in the fall. So I stayed again, and I, I ended up staying until now. But, yeah.
2: <laughs> What's it been like being back? Has it been, been a pleasure?
4: Um it's been good in some ways yeah and others i mean it's not that it hasn't been bad it's just after you live without your parents and then you come back living with your parents (laughs) it sounds so (laughs) but but it has been good like because i've been able to to finish a project that i was working on here with the musicians that i usually work with um i was able to get in more live shows which was amazing And, and yeah, and I do get more work here at the moment. So like, it's been good to like also fill in my pockets a little bit.
2: (laughs) I was I was gonna say you've been playing live a lot um, over the part of the past kind of year like um, you played Primavera this this uh, summer. How was that?
4: It was amazing to be honest. It was really cool. Um I knew already that I was going to play like for over a year so I was kind of I was mentally prepared already. But um but no, it was definitely like a big milestone for me like primavera for me is was the festival growing up. So it was an absolute pleasure to be able to play there and everything.
2: Now I I must confess I didn't see the gig because I was stuck in a in an airless cabin working basically. But wow. um, uh, I, I believe you wore a pretty spectacular outfit. Is that right?
4: Yeah, people were surprised. <laughs> I mean, we we I wanted to do something extra a little bit. Like I wore like this wig with dreadlocks from like it was custom made with a girl that I really like. And then my stylist, who's amazing, got like um an Acne Studios dress, which was also fantastic. So yeah.
2: <laughs> and how did the crowd react?
4: Um, it was a really cool crowd. Like honestly, the thing that I mean not scared me, but kinda scared me the most was that I thought that not many people were gonna come because my stage was a little bit hidden and it was very early, and I've never gone that early from <laughs> vera so I thought, oh wow, no one's gonna come but actually a lot of people came and it was really cool cuz like it's always most of the the gigs that I've done have been with people that already know me like I sell the tickets and then like my audience comes but this one was one of the first times where like most people did not know who I was so it was it was fun to see how people reacted to the music and reacted to yeah how the musicians and everything and it was really good it was really nice
2: So we've just been listening um, before to Nothing Ever, which is your most recent single from your new mixtape, No News is Good News. Um, Yes. What can you tell us about the mixtape?
4: The mixtape, it's a very small mixtape. It's like a three part. It has three songs. And the three songs I started writing last year and they were, I started writing them basically because I didn't have enough songs to play in my live shows. So I thought, okay, I need to work on more stuff. And um, I came up with these songs. And, and when I play live, I play with two percussionists and a bass player. And um, up until then, I had never played with other musicians. I had never heard my music being played by other musicians because I'm a producer and I've, I've produced all my stuff. So it was, it was all of a sudden a different way of making music because it was like a shared experience i i gave them my idea and they like complimented it with like their part and everything so it was very nice experience and um three of the songs that i wrote the three ones that i liked the most which ended up like sticking to the to the live show um i decided to record them with the musicians and to just like release them as a little little project because i didn't feel like making more songs to make it a big project but i didn't either like just want to post one i post i wanted the three of them to be out so i thought i'm just gonna group them together and and release them as a as a whole thing
2: do they have something uniting them beyond the fact of when they're recorded is there like a similar theme
4: musically absolutely musically you have like the same the same bass it's my dad playing the bass like the same instrument in yeah, the three of them, uh, my percussionist is playing as well. I'm playing the piano, I mean the, the keyboard, and three of them, so like, like, instrumentally, um, they're very cohesive. And then, more like in the theme of the EP, it, it's also related. Basically, what the EP is about um, is, basically, over the past years, I've realized, I've always been like a very perfectionist person, and very obsessive with my work and it's a good thing in a way but in another way I was noticing that I was becoming too obsessive to the point where if I was out with my friends and I wasn't making music I was feeling guilty like oh my god I should be I have all these things that I have to do and I'm here just having fun like why am I not home producing and so I noticed after a while it started getting toxic and like it started affecting different aspects of my life like my relationship with other people, my relationship with my family. I was very isolated. Um, I started having like mental health issues because of it. And after realizing all that, I like kind of focused each one of the songs on one of the effects that it had on me. Not so much in a way of like, oh, look at me, how sad I am. No, it's kind of like, I aim for my music to be educational in the way that if you can hear what I'm talking about and relate it to your own um situation and realize that there's something in your life that you don't like and that you'd like to change that that would be
2: awesome (laughs) i mean one of the one of the lines nothing ever you say nothing ever satisfies me was that kind of how you were feeling about your life or your music at that point
4: um i mean certainly i can absolutely relate it to my music just because um i think that's not only me most artists at least most artists that i that i talk about or like that I see in interviews, they don't think so highly of their music. It's just like you listen to it and it's just like this could be better or this could be whatever. Even if other people think it's amazing, um, which I think that is definitely like a very artist thing to say, like never being satisfied. Um, But like more specifically, it's a little sad, but um, the song is based on an eating disorder. I had an eating disorder when I was younger. And insatisfaction is something very inherent in an eating disorder, just never it's never enough. It never feels like enough, and that like phrase specifically relates to that. But it could relate to so many other aspects of my life as well.
2: Yeah, I'm interested. Have, have you have you in, in terms of music? Have you managed to somehow become less perfectionist to to enjoy it again?
4: Um, in a way, yes. Especially when I play live, because it's very it's very freeing. And there's this aspect, like, yes, we know what songs we're gonna play in a concert, but you don't know exactly what's going to happen. Like there's solos and there's unexpected things that happen. So it's kind of, it's good. Also, um, I talk a lot. So sometimes when I talk to the crowd and someone reacts, like there's a little conversation, which I think is very fun. And I'm definitely like trying to be a a lot more light when it comes to my music and not being so perfectionist. Also because I'm I'm starting to work with other people as well, which is something that I've never done before and is very exciting. Um, And also, Working with other people kind of gives me a space to relax and be like, oh, I don't have to do everything and it can still be nice, you know? So I'm definitely trying to, to take it easier, yeah.
2: I'm interested. What what do, you, what do you like most about working by yourself and what do you like most about working with other people?
4: What I like most about working by myself is the freedom, 100%. There's not, like, I can, you know, I can sing when I'm with other people and all that, but it's never like when I'm alone because I don't like I really let go 100% and I, I, I don't care. So for example, to record vocals, I always would rather be alone just because I know that it will always come out better. But what I'm realizing is just I mean, I learned I'm a producer, but I learned how to produce by myself. So there's still a lot of things that I don't know. um, And that I don't necessarily want to know because like I don't either like I don't want to be like a super engineer. I just my idea when I started producing was just to be, to acquire the skills to um, get my ideas out and then to be able to perfect them with other people that could help me. But um, what I like most about working with other people is just being able to learn from them and being able to, um, like, kind of do exactly what it is that I want to do, even if I don't know how to do it. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I would be cool to do this here, but how do I do it by myself? So if, I, if I'm working with someone that's more experienced than me, it's very nice to be able to, to have
2: their help. I, I saw on your Instagram, I think it was uh, yesterday, um, th- there's a brief clip of a song called Admit It, um, which is on the new mixtape, Brian. Um, and there's a brief yes. clip of the video in which you're running very fast um, through a forest. <laughs> um, so, yes. from that brief bit i saw it looks kind of a bit like a horror film is that right or have i just got the really wrong <laughs> end of that kind of maybe a bit blair witch
4: i mean it's not really horror. i did want this music video to be a little bit more darker because i feel like everything since i've done right now has been like very you know like all oh, very aesthetic very nice very pleasing and it's still like nice but i did want it to be a little darker but it's definitely not horror. I, I do not like horror films, so I would not make it. But it just, um, yeah, it's a little, it's it's that like the beginning of the video is like that, but then it's it, it changes.
2: Okay, okay, it's, it's a very intriguing <laughs> clip. Um, and you're <laughs> yeah. playing a gig tomorrow night. I'm not quite sure how much we can say about it because it's sort of vaguely secret and vaguely not. But what 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 can what can you say?
4: Yeah, I don't I don't even really know. Like up until recently, I didn't even know where it was or anything. But um. But yeah, it's just like a. It's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be like a very big gig. I think it's gonna be pretty intimate. But um. But yeah, I'm gonna be playing with my musicians that I always play with, my two percussionists and my dad. And um. Yeah, I we're just gonna obviously play the the new, uh, mixtape and then also some of my older songs. And yeah, I just. I feel like you know having. A gig before the release is good just to be able to like kind of get all my thoughts out and connect with the people that are there. And I think it's going to be nice.
2: I'm interested, like, because you said you played the big crowd at Primavera, and this is going to be uh, by design a very intricate gig. Are they very yes. different experiences playing like to a small crowd to a very large one?
4: Um, I mean, it depends um, like for example, the first gig that I did was pretty small, but like since it was such a um I don't know, it was such a new experience, it felt very exciting and all that. Um, but obviously and also playing Primavera was very exciting because it was like the first time in a very big crowd. But um I think probably the like the biggest thing is just you know, like being able to really connect with people. I mean, in a big crowd, I feel like I like you still can connect with people, but it's it doesn't feel as, you know, like you don't really look them in the eye because you can't see a lot of people. So just like, I think what's more different is like the connection with the audience. And also, um, and my I did feel like I needed to give more energy on stage, to like really fill in the stage because it was like very big and like there was a lot of people. And when it's more intimate, I kind of like, I feel more like sometimes sitting down, and being a little bit more chill. But I like I like doing this. I like this.
2: Um, and finally, you mentioned that you're going to be moving on. I think you said, is it soon? You're going to be next next year. You're going to be moving somewhere else. Um, is it l- back to London, New York? Back to New York? Somewhere?
4: Um, I would like to go back to New York. I've been thinking a lot about it. And actually, like, I didn't know whether to go back to London or go to New York. Because it's true that when I was in London, it was COVID time. So I didn't really get to experience London as I would have liked to. And I made a lot of friends and I made a lot of connections. So, like, on one side, I was just like, oh, I could go back to London and kind of, like, continue what I already started. But then, um, I don't know. There's something about New York that I've always really liked. And I feel like, I mean, I no the older that i that i become the more that i know that i don't want to live in the city when i older which is something that my younger self would have been very surprised at but um but i think i want to you know i when i'm grow old i just i want to live away from the city but um for the point where i am now in my career i think living in the city is what's best and a city like new york i know that i like i want to live there once in my life but i know that if i don't do it now i probably won't do it ever So I just, I think I'm going to go for New
2: York. Yeah. I think you should. I've never lived there and I've always regretted it. So, you know. um, Yeah. It's a very good idea. Look, thank you so much for for coming on today. It's an absolute pleasure. I hope the gig uh, tomorrow goes really well. Um, The new mixtape is out Friday? No, Thursday. Thursday. Thursday, yes. Uh, No news is good news available from all the usual places, I assume, streaming yes, that kind yes of thing. all the
4: streaming platforms yeah
2: is there a sort of physical thing to buy for people like me who are very old or
4: no we were thinking about doing it but in the end we kind of thought about it a little bit late so we're not going to do that but we have nice ideas to do um if not for this one for future um projects that i'm also already starting working on new stuff but um not for this one but you'll still be able to, to enjoy it and all the regular platforms
2: cool we're gonna play out uh with feel like i wonder if you could introduce it for us what is this song for you
4: uh, feel like
2: yes yeah
4: um feel like i mean it's one of the fate that the first songs that i that i wrote and that i produced so it's very it feels very pre- it's very precious to me but um i think it's interesting because with time i listened to it and i think wow i did that like i don't really remember doing it It's <laughs> just like this is actually really cool <laughs> so it's, it's funny but um but yeah i don't know i think it's um uh, i think it's a it's a cool song
2: a yeah, cool song indeed it is all right thank you so much for taking <laughs> the time hope the gig goes very well tomorrow and best of luck in london new york wherever wherever um you end up going
4: thank you thank you for having me as well
2: pleasure thank you Thank you so much to Bicoco for coming on. One of my very favorite Catalan artists at the moment. And I love, um, I love Catalan sort of local music and I particularly love her soul, funk, jazz, fusion, various different things, very beautiful. Um, So she is playing gig tomorrow night. Um, But tonight we're gonna go and see The Smile um, who have produced one of my very favorite albums of the year with a light for attracting attention. We're gonna play you out with my favorite song from that album. Uh, If you're at the gig tonight, do come and uh, say hello. This, however, is Panavision.